089-110-3377. Whatever consumer issue you have, let's try and deal with it. And let me welcome on the line Osma Khauta, Mpasele um, Acting Ombuds, man of the Consumer Goods and Service Ombud. Good evening, Osma Khauta, and thank you for joining us. Good evening and hello to everyone. Wonderful chatting to you. So yes, I'm going to start right so away. We have an issue. <laughs> we all know that uh, as of April 1, there was a, a VAT increase from 14% to 15%. Now, a lot yes. of consumers have gone into uh, shops to buy and they're still seeing the old price. But when they get to the till, they're told, well, we haven't had time to update our prices to the 15% increase. Uh, therefore, whatever you saw on the shelves uh, is not the accurate price. Is that right? In terms of the Consumer Protection Act, um, you pay the price that is on display. But mm. in terms of the act, there is an exception. Okay. And the exception is when that price is determined by public regulation. Mm-hmm. Now, VAT increases are not something within the control of retailers. It is a regulated price which was announced by government. So uh, the the retailers cannot necessarily be blamed for not being uh, having the correct price because if you look at when the the vet increase was announced, it was announced on the twenty first of February, which gave retailers only six weeks to to adjust the prices and you can imagine how many millions of our items mm. uh, are there and they would reasonably not have had time to to make the the correct adjustments even in this day of computers and technology technology remember that you have software mm. Which has to be adjusted. So I think you know it. It takes time, even if it's 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 technology. You need time to, to 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 program it and to test it and to implement it. Okay. So I I, I think that the time period between when it was announced and when it became effective uh, was short, but also that the Consumer Protection Act says. You know, there is an exception if it was because of regulation, which the VAT increase is a a regulated price. So, dear listener, I have bad news for you. When it has to do with VAT, unfortunately, the service provider has a right to say we have not been able to update, so you're going to have to pay that differential. Here's another one, Osma Khauta, and we're going to take calls, guys. Start calling any any consumer issue you have, 89 I spoke to somebody about television licenses today, and they say, this person says, I used to have a television license, and one day, out of my wisdom, and I think it's a great thing, I decided I don't like watching TV anymore, so I gave away my television, so I don't own a TV license. However, I've been getting reminders and in fact, I've been ignoring them because I'm thinking, ah, it doesn't matter. Even if they came to check, I don't have a TV. But it has now moved to a stage where they're threatening legal action. Should I have done something earlier or am I within my right to say, Maragnayona TV, Eliwankayona? No, you can't do that. Uh, you can't do that. Uh, you know, 
can't just say that. Remember that when you bought the television, you bought it against your name, and the records that the SABC has uh, are that the TV belongs to you, so they reasonably would go after you. Mm. So whenever you 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 have any, even with a car or anything, whenever you have change of ownership, you have to go back and inform SABC or whoever that I'm not the owner anymore. There is a, a new owner. These are the details of the new owner. And you make that formal change. So if you haven't done that, you cannot expect that they wouldn't go after you because they, how would they know that? You don't have the TV anymore and you have transferred ownership to somebody else. So that process should be completed. Uh, so the person who was speaking to me, if they went back tomorrow, uh, which from where I sit is already far too late past the deadline, should they be liable for the penalties? They are liable, unless, because remember that they had a private arrangement between themselves and the person to whom they made that transfer. Mm. So contractually, because there was no change of ownership, they are responsible for, 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 for they are liable for the penalties because they didn't do the correct thing on their side. <laughs> you know, this is not easy. And this is why we have this show, so that we can we can help people understand how these things work. Uh, because as consumers, I suppose, sometimes we, we tend to think, uh, but, but and, then, and then things go wrong. So 089110. that's not how contracts work, because the, the, the contract is in your name. The license is in your name. If you are transferring the liability to somebody else, then you must ensure that you do the, the relevant paperwork. So that you absolve yourself of that responsibility. If you haven't done that, then you would incur liabilities like that. Yes. Yes. Okay. Let's listen to our listeners. They all have their own consumer issues. Fasten your seatbelt, Usmahout. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Rhoda is in Pretoria. Good evening to you, Rhoda. What's bothering you? Okay. How are you? We're good. What's the um, What's the I'm... matter? Uh, I went to a particular store to buy groceries about two weeks ago. Mm. And the store was just opened. It was newly opened on that day. Mm. And I bought some groceries to available about 3500 I paid with the card. And two days ago, I picked up that that transaction never through, went through my account. Mm. So I've got food for free. And I don't know whether <laughs> I'm supposed to open to the store. And tell them this happened because I don't have the slip anymore. But I went through my bank account and I picked up that transaction never went through. What am I supposed to do? Now, this is food for thought. Uh, I don't oh. know if it's a consumer <laughs> issue, but uh, uh, I think it's slightly a moral issue. But I think also, it's a moral issue yes. because, you know, there's no complaint here. So I think, <laughs> yeah, I think your conscience must just tell you to do the right thing and uh, and go and do the right thing. You know the amount. Even. Yes, she knows the amount. Mm. So, so, Rhoda, I want to... The problem don't, is that if... When they do the reconciliation and they find that amount missing, unfortunately, the cashier 
Exactly. I was about to say that the Keisha is gonna be the person in trouble, Rola. So think for the Keisha, and 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 if there's no, so so here's the middle ground, and don't Rola. Don't listen to yeah. me, but here's the middle ground. You can you can tell them last week you bought groceries worth 1,700. <laughs> no, 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 don't quote me. Goodbye, Rhoda. Have a good evening. <laughs> Thank you for calling. <laughs> I can't believe I just said that. No, but I but I, I have a feeling that Rhoda is going to do the right thing. Because yes, uh, yeah, you, know, so. you know, it happens a lot. A lot of times I go to a restaurant, I get completely unhappy with something or another. Maybe the drink I ordered or the food I ordered. But I always say, I know, like in all likelihood, it is the waiter or the waitress who's going to be in trouble. So if it's really not going to poison me, I do give them feedback, but I don't make them incur the cost. Because while it could be yeah. just a mere 80 rand to me, to them, that 80 rand makes a huge difference. It's a lot. I yeah. mean, that amount could probably be that the full salary of that cashier. Exactly. You know that they are not paid that well. So I think... Yeah. No, I, I don't. Go Rhoda is going to do the right thing. I know that. Mulo, good evening. Yes. Uh, what's on your mind? Hello. Hello, Mulo. We're listening to you. We are fine. Give us your, your issue. Yeah, uh, there was a certain day that I went to the, the garage. Ne? Mm-hmm. As in a filling station? Yeah, yeah a filling okay. station. Okay. Uh, I bought bread. I think uh, it was like it was expired a day before. Mm. And then as I walked out and then I decided to check just right at the door and I see that it has expired and they were like to me they don't take bread uh, I mean they don't take food back to the store and then I was like this is one of your products and then I went to check like almost each and every bread which was on the on the shop it has expired so uh, I had a problem I don't know how to do with this or I don't know what the, the law says whether they don't take back things which you just bought or what with the sleep and everything so i don't know uh with with this one i don't know how to go about it okay listen on the radio but for the record you had barely left the store so it's not like a day later or something like that. you were just around the store yeah okay great so stuff i think if it was a day later they, they if 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 it has expired they should take it back and refund you because we would consider that to be defective in in some way. It's mm. expired. It's not it's not suitable for human consumption. According to that expiry date, it could be harmful or whatever. So they they cannot say that they need to refund him. And if they haven't done that, we should contact our office to lodge a complaint. Great stuff. Great. You see, and for me, that's where I I, I like what you do, Usmahout. Is that we gotta deal with mm. the small stuff. You know, we may think it's only twelve rand of bread, but if we don't deal with that, one day we will be stuck with a car worth three hundred thousand because we did not deal with the bread. Yes, the same principles applies across. I mean, it, it it is expired. It's not fit for human consumption, and they should take it back. Take it back to the manufacturer or whatever arrangement they have, and refund the consumer. Mm-hmm. Mulo, stay listening at the end of this conversation. We will share contact details. You must take it back and get your money back, mate. Teboho, Inswani, what seems to be bothering you? Hi, 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 hi. Good, good, good evening. Hmm. Okay. Um, some time ago, actually, I, I think my case is more of that uh, misleading pricing. And it didn't happen once on, on one occasion. It was actually twice in the same store. 
I, I drove from Johannesburg to a store in Tuani because we saw something that was said to be on special according to the pricing on the shelf. Mm. When I got to the store, yes, as, as it was described on the picture, it was, well, it's a picture that I, I got from a friend to say, look, here are the waiters. They cheap at the store. I went there. There are still a lot of waiters packed on a shelf underneath that price. And when I inquired, wanting to buy the, the, the waiter, they told me that that was actually the wrong price, and they gave me another price, which was actually triple the amount. Well, I let pass the issue of a waiter and browsed around the shop, and then I saw a camping tent that was priced at 3595 It was quite a nice camping tent with a canopy and all. So... I was interested in that, and I told them that, you know what, I'll let pass the waiter mispricing thing. I want this. I want to lay by this tent. And then the gentleman that was helping me helped me through the lay-by process, and I paid a portion to lay by the tent. Then I left. Uh, uh, don't, don't give us yeah. a... Yeah, don't, tell us the story quicker than okay, that, mate. Yes. fine. Going back there when I wanted to pay for the the remaining price on the... Uh, uh, lay-by tent. I was told that price was only for a portion of a tent. But however, on the system, that person registered it as the whole set as was at that price. So they refused to give me the tent. So they said the 3-5 that you saw was only for a portion of the tent. They said it was only for the dome part of the tent. But I still have a picture. It's not even attached to the dome, but to the canopy. And the the way that he captured it, he captured it as the price for the whole set. Okay, okay. So you are aggrieved because okay. they sold you a dad. Listen on the radio, Osma Gauta. Is Stebojo with, with a case here? Yes, he, he can lodge a complaint with us. Because sometimes we have, in terms of the Consumer Protection Act, what we call bait marketing. Bait marketing is where they would, you know, advertise something at a low price, when you get there, they would either say it's not there or they would show you something more expensive. Mm-hmm. And obviously the principle is that you pay what the price that is displayed. So and if there are two prices displayed, you pay the lower one. So we, we could investigate the matter and see exactly how they had displayed the price in relation to the different parts of the tent. And also for the other items. So he does have uh, a basis to lodge a complaint. Great stuff. So how does he and everybody else who's called us get hold of your office? They, uh, they can, if they want to lodge a complaint, they can do it on our website, which is www.cgso.org.za, or they can call our our office at 0860. Uh, double zero, double zero. Uh, let me just check it. Um, I'm just making your life difficult. We've got the number. 0860 yeah. 000 272. 0860-000-272. Great stuff. We're going to yeah. put it on our Facebook page and we know they will contact mm. you. Uh, I even know that they could also write to info at cgso.org.za. I know this stuff, Uzmahot. I know this stuff. So we send them to you, and I know that they will. you will help them. Thank you for chatting to us, and have a great evening. Okay, thank you so much. That's uh, Uzmahot.
Mpatlele, she's the acting CEO or ombudsman of the Consumer Goods and Services Ombud. We shall do this again in a few weeks. Next week, Rams and Sense will be something different and you're going to love it. When we come back, it's fame and fortune.